Hello and welcome to Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors, where we focus on Louisiana hunting, fishing, and anything outdoors in sportsman's paradise. So sit back, relax, and stay tuned as this week we recap in episode two, the opening weekend of squirrel season here in Louisiana, as well as some other topics and points of interest. I'm your host, Jacob Robery, and this is Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Jacob with Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. I hope everybody had a great weekend. It is Monday, October 7th, I believe now. Uh, We're heading back into work week, full steam ahead this week, which, uh, you know, I'm sure everybody's excited about. But I wanted to take the time and thank everyone who tuned in to last week's episode of our podcast. Um... We, we were really astonished by the amount of feedback we got on our first episode. So thank you to those of you who uh, actually tuned in and listened. And uh, we hope you enjoyed last weekend's uh, Squirrel Town Traditions uh, title podcast. It was our first one to kick off the season. And uh, we really appreciate everybody tuning in. And if you shared it, um, we thank you. It is still available online to listen if you haven't heard it. So if you're just stumbling across us and finding us, uh, please, you know, log on and go into Spotify. It's available on Spotify or pretty much any uh, any um, platform that you listen to the podcast on. You can search us on the Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors and you'll find it. But thank you to everybody who listened. Um, and this week we look ahead and we're going to recap Top, the main topic we're going to open up with today is basically recapping our weekend here in South uh, Louisiana. And we took a trip. Me and Jackson took a trip. My son is uh, 10 years old. His name is Jackson. And we took a trip over to our camp in the Chaffalaya Basin at uh, Sherburn WMA. And uh, this weekend, we had a lot, of, a lot of fun. It was the opening weekend of squirrel season here in Louisiana. And all across the state, they had some really good reports coming in. I see... Uh, look, talking to several friends from across the state that went to different areas. Um, they had some really good turnout on the hunting this weekend and numbers of squirrels that were killed. It seems like a lot of feed was on the ground. Um, you know, the, the good crop of acorns this year, it seems to be across the state. That's the reports that I'm getting. Um, and we, we experienced a lot of the same at Sherburn. Um, opening morning. Me and Jackson went out and we actually, uh, we hunted a little area. If you're familiar with Sherbin, those of you who are, we hunted an area off of Doublegate Road and that turned out to be a, a pretty productive area. We had a good little hunt that morning. And, and this year, the primary focus for me as an outdoorsman was getting Jackson to kind of teach him and break him off and let him hunt solo. You know, just in the same area that I was, I was in, kind of hunt with him and let him take control of the hunt which we did this year. And uh, it wasn't about getting big numbers, but more about letting him go out and kill some some squirrels kind of on his own, let him stalk them on his own. And uh, that's that's that was the primary focus that we were looking at this year. So um, that's what we did. Friday night, had an awesome night. We had some guys at the camp show up. We ate like kings this weekend. Um, Friday night, we, we drank lots of cold beverages. We were loaded down with beer. We had some good whiskey on ice, and we made uh, we, we, we made a good time that night. Um, the menu, I'm sure a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all mentioned last week, the cooking, kind of like the cooking and talking about the traditional Cajun cooking. 
Friday night, I was actually one of the chefs. Uh, we cooked a, or I cooked a pot, a black pot of smothered potatoes, loaded out with uh, onions, garlic, tasso, some por- fresh pork tasso, some fresh pork sausage, and uh, mixed it all together. We smothered that down, and uh, we had that as one dish, and then we also had our, one of our uh, tenants at the camp this weekend, one of my buddies, he, he fried some fresh bass and sacolay. So we had uh, smothered potatoes and bass and sacolay, which was phenomenal, man. Really, really good. We ate like kings, like I mentioned, and just had a great time. So a couple of us had some bubbles in the head on Saturday morning, but we all tend to wake up and we went hunting. And me and Jackson uh, went out, and what we did was we actually took a, a ATV four-wheeler trail on a Saturday morning for opening weekend. And we went out and we got there, you know, before daylight and we kind of went, we had scouted the day before on Friday, found us a few good feed trees where they had some acorns dropping. And we went out and we walked to those spots. We had marked them on our OnX hunting app, got to those trees and we set up under those feed trees. And sure enough, uh, at daybreak, we could, we could see a couple start to move. We started stalking them and going after them. And we, uh, we actually set Jackson up under a tree. He got he stalked one and he set up under the tree where he had seen it. And uh, a big fox squirrel came out. And actually, what happened was right before he could get a good shot where we had the, the squirrel that was still, you know, for him to get a good shot on, somebody fired probably about 100 yards away. They fired it three shots in a row and it spooked our squirrel. So he was pretty aggravated and he... He was upset with that, but hey, that's the way it goes. Our squirrel took off that he was going after. And I told him, I said, hey, I said, son, you got to be patient. I said, when it's meant to be, it's it'll be meant to be. And, and granted, going back a little bit of history, he's never really actually stalked. He's 10 years old. Um, he's been hunting with me the last couple of years. And, you know, pretty much I'd stalk him and I'd try to get him, you know, to go and shoot one. But I'd end up having to shoot it or, and hear him finish it off. So he really never had that satisfaction of killing one on his own. So this was a year where I said, okay, I'm not going to shoot. I'm actually going to go out there and let him shoot. And we're just going to, you know, I'm going to help him out. So, you know, when that happened and he lost that first score, he kept telling me, dad, he said, it ain't, it ain't meant to be. It ain't going to happen. We're not going to see anything. And I told him, I said, hey, it's early. So I said, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And I promise you, we're in the right spot. They got tons of feed. They had a lot of cuttings on the ground. I said, we'll see some squirrels. Just just, just be patient. Well, not long after telling him that and us talking about that, um, here comes a squirrel I seen probably, you know, maybe 25 yards away. And it was making its way towards us under these acorn flats where we were. And this squirrel was, was just meant to be like I had told him. It actually came perfectly into us. He, he took about a 10-yard walk forward, Jackson, under this big acorn tree and set up and just waited. And this squirrel came in perfectly. And if lo and behold, this squirrel just came up onto this branch where he was and just stopped and looked at him like it, like it was meant to happen. And he pulled up his, uh, his 410 that he was shooting and he, uh, he fired off a shot and dropped this big fox squirrel. And when I tell you the look on this kid's face, he was he was ecstatic. It, it was such a cool feeling as a dad to see it. Um, he ran over to the squirrel, picked it up, and you know he's like, "Dad, I got it! I got it! I got it!" And I shot him by myself. Did you shoot? And I said, "No, I didn't shoot." He said, "I didn't even hear you shoot. I didn't think you did, but I, I'm so used to you shooting behind me 
to make sure we get it. He said, I wasn't sure. And he said, I'm so excited that this is the first one I shot on my own. So it was really, it was really an awesome feeling. So we went on that morning, we hunted, we ended up with three, I think it was. He shot two out of the three, which was pretty cool. Um, I helped him finish off the third one and he says it's mine. So I'll take the credit and that's mine. So we ended up with three that morning. We should have, you know, we, we saw probably seven or eight squirrels, I would say. Um, you know, back in the day, if I was hunting solo, I could have probably killed six or seven, I'd say comfortably. But we saw a good bit of squirrels that morning move. Uh, but once it hit about 8.30 for us, it just died. Like completely after that, we didn't see anything else. So we headed back to the camp and we, we got back to the camp. We ate some biscuits. We, we cooked up, baked some biscuits. Uh, some fresh grape jelly that was homemade. We, we put a good breakfast together. And then we cleaned up around the camp. We, uh, we got our squirrels. We cleaned them, skinned them, got them all done. Uh, we stopped by a couple of camps on the way in, talked to some of our buddies, and they had had some good mornings. There was several lemons that were killed in the Sherbin area. Granted, this is the south end of the, uh, of the reserve. I'm not really sure on the north end, opening morning. I didn't get too many reports. I didn't talk to anybody on that end. So this is primarily going to be on the south end of Sherbin, um, off of Bayou Manual area, um, along 975, for those of you who are familiar with Sherbin. Um, so they had some good limits. They had, uh, even the guys who didn't kill limits that morning, they had, you know, anywhere from four to six squirrels on average. A lot more cat squirrels this year than what we've seen in the previous years. Um, usually over there, you'll kill a lot of fox squirrels. They did have some fox squirrels mixed in. But uh, it was a lot of cat squirrels this year and some mature, healthy cat, uh, you know, cat squirrels. Um, I did have some people ask me if they had worms this year. Where, where we typically hunt on the south end of Sherburn, that's not something that you run into a whole lot. The, the squirrels at this time of year, even with the heat, um, you don't typically see worms in those squirrels. None of ours had worms. None of the ones that I saw at the other camps had any worms. Um, so that's nice. You get some beautiful, beautiful uh, squirrels. And like I said, a lot of them this year were mature, uh, so that's a good sign. Uh, we did see a few young ones, uh, so there was some reproduction that you saw in the, uh, the ones harvested this weekend. But uh, temperature-wise, we were sitting, it was hot. It was really hot. Um, we were sitting in the, um, it got up to like 95, 96 in the middle of the afternoon. Very, very hot. Um, we definitely had our thermocells, and you had to use off, but... Then again, you know, the mosquitoes wasn't as bad as it was last year from what I remember. I remember last year it had rained and we had a lot of moisture. I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, the mosquitoes were absolutely horrible. Uh, but this year it was dry. They had mosquitoes, but it wasn't where they were just swarming you. And I guess it depends where you were. Um, where we were in the woods, we had some a little bit of standing water, but it wasn't, it wasn't a, a real swampy area where it holds water year-round, so that could have made a difference. So some of y'all may have experienced something different this weekend. Um, what I find is as you get to kind of north Louisiana, I'd say that Pineville area on up, um, we had a good friend of ours, Troy Fontenot. Uh, Troy's part of the Last Stop Waterfowl crew, and he actually took a trip up with uh, one of our good buddies, Tioga, and some of their friends. They went to Toledo Bend and hunted. They, uh, they were actually kind of on the Louisiana. Some of them were on that side. Some of them hunted the Texas border. And he told me, I talked to him, got a report. He said there was absolutely no mosquitoes at all up there. So that, that was a, a comfortable hunting environment for them. When I talked to him, he said their group of hunters had killed, I think, right around 30 squirrels on opening morning. 
Um, and, uh, and some of them that hunted in Texas, they had uh, the season over there opened up on a Tuesday, which was different from here. So they, they did really good opening morning. Uh, but back to us down here in uh, the Sherman area on Saturday night, we went out and we, uh, we actually did a, a big grill type deal for food. So on the menu, we grilled some sausage, we grilled some stuffed mushrooms, you name it, we had it, hamburgers, steaks. Uh, we ate like Kings once again, Saturday night, drank too much, but had a good time listening to some good live music in the campground where we were. Um, they had some guys playing, you know, some of our good buddies in the camps next to us. You could hear them playing some live music. So we were, we had a good time that night. And then Sunday morning, yesterday morning, went out temperature in the morning was right around 73 degrees. Um, we, we'd hunted a different area that we had scouted Saturday afternoon, went out and, uh, me and Jackson, and our good friend Bryce Hill came out with us. He's part of our Last Stop Waterfowl crew also. He had came he had came in Saturday night and slept with us. So we hunted yesterday, me, Jackson, and Bryce. Hunted a Double Gate area. I mentioned earlier, Double Gate Road. Went down there, and that actually is a walk-in area that we went to. And uh, that hunt, we ended up producing, I think we ended up with four squirrels yesterday morning. Uh, me and Jackson and, uh, and Bryce. And once again, um, that was, a, you know, something that we seen probably about seven or eight total in the morning. Uh, it was a little, a little drier yesterday morning, the area we hunted. So we couldn't stalk quite as much. So it was more of a sit, you know, and, and wait. Then, then you shoot one and then we'd move a little bit, sit and wait again. Um, just trying to get some good shots for Jackson. But he came out with two yesterday again on his own. So a very productive uh, weekend. Uh, for him from, you know, hunting and shooting on his own. Very proud of him. Uh, he, he's thrilled. He's pumped up and ready to go back again. But we ended up with, uh, like I said, it was, it was four, I think, yesterday yesterday morning. And then what we decided to do was after the hunt, we went back to the camp. We kind of cleaned up. We made breakfast. And then after breakfast, uh, we went out and we cleaned our squirrels, uh, vacuum sealed everything up, and we put everything in the coolest, ready to bring home for the weekend. And what we said we were going to do is after that was we were going to kind of go scout. Bryce is a uh, is a deer hunter as well. I don't typically deer hunt, uh, but part of our crew does. And he wanted to go check out some spots for uh, bow season. And he bought a new crossbow this week, so he was excited to kind of go go search some spots and scout some spots out. And uh, we went do that. We took the ATV, him, I, and Jackson, and we went out. And we, uh, we went out and marked some spots that we found where they had some good acorn droppings, a lot of deer signs, signs that we found. And then once we, uh, we did that yesterday, we basically went back to the camp and we, uh, we decided we were going to pack up. And on our way back home, we wanted to stop and check the South Forum complex. So those of you who hunt South Forum for waterfowl, you're going to be very familiar with that name. South Forum complex is basically an area of Sherbet WMA where it, it's dedicated most famously for waterfowl hunting. And during the wintertime, um, you could show up on a Tuesday. That if you show up on a Tuesday or a Thursday morning, the South Forum Complex offers lottery hunts. And what they do is uh, they draw names. When you get there, you, you show up around 4.30 in the morning and wildlife fisheries uh, will have agents present that will check your, um, your licenses and also your hip certification. And they draw, I think there's nine blinds total that are available and set up to hunt. And they will draw three people per blind. 
Um, so it's, it's a pretty cool deal. It's free of charge. Uh, the only thing is if you don't get drawn, you have to find a place to hunt, you know, the, uh, that morning, or you have to go back home or go to the camp. So if you don't get drawn, it's kind of a downside. You have to hurry to rush for a spot inside the reserve that's open to the public. But if you get drawn, it's pretty cool. They'll assign you a blind. And at that point, what you do is you grab your gear, your guns, your decoys, and they will pick you up and bring you to a designated blind that they have provided that you drew. So it's a pretty cool thing. But what a lot of people don't know, and this is kind of heading into our second segment of the podcast, is South Form is also available for deer hunting, and it's also available for rabbit hunting, squirrel hunting, pretty much any activity that you would do inside the Sherbet WMA. It's also available to do as far as the South Forum complex part of it is. And a lot of people aren't aware of this, so hopefully this will kind of bring this to, to light and help some of you guys looking for an area to maybe go hit that's not as pressured. Um, I actually talked to a good friend of mine. He's a, he's a wildlife fisheries agent this morning, and uh, I gave him a call just to kind of confirm a few things. But what I was wanting to find out is, hey, is it legal to squirrel hunt it? Uh, and B, for Bryce's knowledge, it, you know, and some of the guys in our last stop waterfowl group that bow hunt or deer hunt, is it legal to, um, you know, to deer hunt just like we thought it is and like we're reading in the pamphlet? And what, what my buddy confirmed was that, yes, it is. Um, there are a couple of stipulations. They have a youth deer hunt that's coming up in a couple of weeks at the end of October. So you cannot squirrel hunt it. You cannot rabbit hunt it. And you cannot deer hunt if as it's only um that weekend i'm sorry i'm trying to get this out but basically that weekend is for youth lottery hunt only so on that friday saturday and sunday i think it's the 15th 16th and 17th of october um the south form complex is only lottery hunt for youth that are that are that uh get picked and can hunt that weekend and then they do it again later in november so those of you who are interested in possibly squirrel hunting it bow hunting it or rabbit hunting it or hog hunting it that's something else that's very popular in our area um just check your pamphlet for those dates because there are two youth lottery hunts that it's off limits to and also when it's waterfowl season you cannot um do any of those activities during waterfowl season once waterfowl season closes if you're a squirrel hunter you can continue to squirrel hunt until the end of squirrel season at that point in time on south forum um if you are squirrel hunting it, something of uh, point to make there is that non-toxic shot. So that means steel shot. If you're gonna squirrel hunt, you have to, if, and you're inside the waterfowl impoundment, you have to have steel shot. That's something he told me. And he did tell me that the tickets that they wrote this past weekend at most WMAs across the, the state, and the ones where he was working was for guys not checking in with WMA permits. So guys, make sure you, you're checking in with WMA, you, you know, either by paper or now they have the app. If you're not familiar with the app, Wildlife and Fisheries released an app last year where if you hunt a WMA in the state of Louisiana, you can download it from Google Play or Apple Store on your phone and you can check in and out digitally from your phone to the WMAs. And I'll ask you what you hunt, what type of activities you're doing. If you're not hunting, if you're fishing, if you're scouting, they have all kind of stuff, horseback riding on these on these things, which is crazy. But you could do it on your phone, check in, hunt, 
check out and it, it's all done digitally it's, it's phenomenal you don't have to go searching for one of the little check-in stations in the wma and fill out paper forms so he said make sure you know that i did we did that which our group always does that we we're, we're aware of the app we had pushed that information out to a lot of y'all last year when they had released it so it's something that we use religiously and we just think it's an easy thing so make sure that y'all doing that but if once again if you're going out to squirrel hunting in the next couple of weeks if y'all listen to this podcast and you say, well, hell, we're going to go out and make a trip out there. Um, make sure if you squirrel hunt, you use a non-toxic shot. So still shot. Um, that's a little bit different than most squirrel hunters are used to. But hell, if it gets you away from some of the pressure and gives you an opportunity to go out there and hunt, then you know it's well worth doing. Just make sure you have the right stuff. Uh, also, something else that was brought up this weekend that was uh, something that you know a lot of hunters were asking about is, do I have to wear hunter's orange? whenever we're squirrel hunting on uh, any of the WMAs right now? And the answer to that was no. You do not have to wear hunter's orange whenever it is bow season for deer. The only time you have to wear hunter's orange in most reserves throughout Louisiana during deer season is if you are squirrel hunting or rabbit hunting during rifle season. Uh, That's something, obviously, if if I'm going out and I know it's rifle season, uh, then I definitely, uh, chances are, I, I mean, I know I'm not going to be squirrel hunting during that time frame, but some people who are diehard squirrel hunters may want to go out there and do that. And those of uh, those of you who are diehard squirrel hunters, you probably already know about the hunter's orange. But if you're somebody looking to maybe go make a squirrel hunt, you're not familiar with the reserves and the regulations as good as, you know, somebody who's been doing it for years, you do not have to wear hunter's orange when it's bow season. When it's rifle season, hunter's orange is required. So make sure that that you have that right. Um, So guys, besides that, um, that kind of recaps our weekend this weekend that we had uh, for opening weekend of squirrel season. Um, Some good reports coming in on squirrels from across the state. Uh, A lot of, like I mentioned, Troy and a group of them went uh, up north to Toledo Bend, hunted up there. Uh, Tisselweight, WMA produced a lot of good squirrels. Tisselweight's uh, historically known for good cat squirrel hunting. A uh, lot, a lot of palmettas. This is it's it's famous for deer hunting. Big deer killed in Tisselweight WMA. That's located in St. Landry Parish, uh, up around Opelousas, um, Washington area. Uh, saw some really good reports. Had some friends of ours we talked to that went up there. They killed limits of cat squirrels, um, so they did really well. Um, also had some good reports from Morapal Swamp WMA. Morapal Swamp, the guys in there, a lot of those guys hunt by boat and they get out and they go uh, walk the ridges. Um, they did really well. My father-in-law, they, him and my brother-in-law went out this weekend. They hunted Morapal Swamp and uh, they had limits on both mornings. So they did really, really well. A lot of uh, big cat squirrels with some fox mixed in. So had some good reports out of there. Richard K. Yancey, my, bu- my buddy who's the uh, game warden I mentioned, he, we talked about it this morning. He said they had a lot of limits and high numbers come out of Richard K. Yancey. Or most of you who've hunted it for years, you refer to it as Three Rivers uh, or Red River. Um, good numbers came out of there. Uh, so a lot of good numbers for squirrels uh, recapping this past weekend as we head into this coming weekend. Now, today we're expecting... A, uh, some rain, which we got here in Gonzales. We got a good rain that uh, came through about an hour or two ago. And you could tell the uh, the temperature dropped quite a bit. We're expecting a, a small cold front to come through, our first one of the season. 
Uh, so hopefully that'll knock back the temps just a little bit in the heat and humidity. But as we head into the weekend, if you're going to be heading out this weekend to do some hunting, you got to be excited looking at the extended forecast. Uh, the extended forecast right now in South Louisiana where we are is showing low 50s. I think Saturday morning is what it's showing right now. So it's showing low 50s. Um, those of you in North Louisiana, Monroe, Alexandria, Pineville, on up, um, you might even see a touch of the 40s possibly going into Sunday morning. So that is going to be exciting if you're heading out this weekend. Um, that's something to look forward to. We're slowly starting to move into fall, and we're going to start seeing some of those cold fronts and cool fronts hit. Uh, that's going to knock back a lot of the mosquitoes and let, allow us to put up the thermocells and the off, hopefully, heading into uh, you know heading into the month of November and in the duck season. So, um, <clears throat> also. Um, got some reports kind of just, you know, checking around the state from people we know on ducks, um, that the numbers right now are, are very, very low to rice fields. Um, they're starting to flood some of the rice fields and some of those, um, they're having to, you know, add water because we haven't got a lot of rainfall. Um, but you're starting to see, you know, some groups of tillers still hanging around from what we were told, um, starting to see some spoon bills show up. But um, not as high as people are hoping for. Uh, so it's not quite there yet. It don't seem like we have the birds arriving quite yet <clears throat> in the ag fields. Uh, the marshes still have some teal hanging around. We did take that trip out to South Farm yesterday. Um, water was completely gone there. So the little bit of water during teal season that was holding on South Farm is completely gone uh, as of now. But they do have some beautiful grass growing up. So um, that area, if you're looking to do a lottery hunt during big duck season, I think it's going to be a promising year there if we get the birds that we should. And, you know, the right temperatures and Mother Nature cooperates with us. They got some beautiful grass growing up in South Forum right now. So if you haven't hunted that area for the lottery hunts before and we get the right conditions, you may definitely want to look into that area. Like I mentioned, it is free of charge. Doesn't cost you a thing. Just have to have the proper uh, licenses and HIP certification when you go out there. So, uh, you know, the ducks, uh, it's still early, guys. You know, it's not something that you, we're going to be seeing, you know, numbers of. The migration hasn't made it to us yet. So there's not a whole lot to report there yet. But uh, you know what? That's why we got squirrel and rabbit and hog season and deer season in between so we're looking forward to it we're starting to get the decoys strung up and ready bought some new stuff uh bought a new new motion decoy and we'll probably do an episode of of the podcast where we discuss you know decoys and people's uh favorites as far as that goes how setups and stuff like that but uh we're getting that stuff ready for for duck season and uh but in the meantime we're gonna we're gonna focus on the squirrel and hog hunting and the deer hunting uh, up until opening weekend of duck season. So uh, we hope everybody else had a good weekend this weekend. If you headed out to the woods, hopefully everybody made it home safely. First of all, um, you made some good memories and some traditions. Uh, social media, that's a great thing about social media nowadays. You could go on there and you could kind of touch and share, touch base with all your friends and share a lot of photos. And from what we saw out there, it was a great weekend for a lot of people. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, this weekend, not sure where we're personally going to be heading out to, but uh, we might be going back to the camp this weekend if time allows us and the schedule allows us this weekend. 
and, and we did we did scout a, a spot out yesterday we're interested to hit that we haven't hunted yet for squirrels and deer uh, so it's something that we're looking forward to uh, so we're going to probably be heading out this weekend and, and, and towards that area and do some more hunting for squirrels with Jackson and, and the boys. Uh, but like I said, thank you guys. We want to thank you for joining us last week on our first podcast. It was a big hit. We enjoyed doing it. We want to share this information with everybody uh, that loves and hunts Louisiana and fishes Louisiana. We're also going to do some fishing uh, podcasts in the future. We'll touch base on some reports there because there's some really good fishing going on right now. Fresh water has been phenomenally hot in the Chafalaya Basin with the water falling. So there's some good reports there. Got a good saltwater report this past week out of uh, out of uh, the Wrigley's on saltwater. Uh, those guys in the Wrigley's, uh, I talked to a friend of mine that fished it this past week. They're catching specks, reds, bass right now. It's been a really good, uh, <clears throat> a really good week for them. Catching limits of trout, not necessarily a huge trout, but good trout. Good keeper trout, redfish. So they, there's some really good fishing reports and fishing going on right now out there. And we're going to focus on that in some future podcasts. But we're in hunting season. We're heading into hunting season, the heart of hunting season. And uh, we're going to focus a lot on hunting right now. Uh, so thank you for joining us on this episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. Uh, visit us on social media. We're, we're out there on Instagram. Uh, we're out there on Facebook under Last Stop Waterfowl. Uh, share this podcast as well as the one from last week with your friends if you think it's something they'd be interested in and uh, until next time folks this is Jacob signing off with Last Stop Waterfowl and we'll catch you next week hope everybody has a great week stay safe